0: Blog Talk Radio Thank you. Thank you.
1: From Las Vegas, Nevada, yes. Oh, Ha, oh. <laughs> ha. Johnny's a little drunk tonight. Popping up a tall boy right now. Taking one back. Kicking back. Drinking, 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 drinking. Went to the strip club earlier today. I'm going to call it an early night tonight. It's because I got too drunk and I, I don't want to go out this drunk. There's no poison. Yeah. I going out this drunk. Right. But they went and got a few lap dances today down at Honey's. The spectacular, spectacular girls in bottle service, and uh, they got me, they got me for uh, $800 tonight, <laughs> today, they're good, they're really good strippers, sorry about that, I just had to take a good drink of my beer there, I like to drink my beer, you know, I like to drink beer. You like to drink beer. We all like to drink beer. Why do we like to drink beer? Beer tastes like shit, don't it? (laughs) No, it tastes good. It's delicious on a hot summer day. (laughs) All right, enough fucking around. We're live tonight. I did spend most of my evening at the uh, Honey Strip Club. I ran out of cash, so I had to come home. And I accidentally... uh, I accidentally jizzed during a lap dance. I jizzed during a lap dance. It was insane. I've never jizzed during a lap dance. But hunnies, they got the big hoodies over there. This chick's ass was so fucking big and black. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to describe it so you can understand. This ass was so big and so black. She could clap it. That uh, she could clap an ass. And it was loud, loud ass clapping. Like giant ass clapping. This is real fat ass. This isn't no fake Kim Kardashian. But she got on top of me and that fucking whirlpool went going. I mean, it was a swirl. That ass was uh, clapping right on my cock. Right through my goddamn shorts. I'm telling you, I had a pair of cargo shorts on today. Why, I don't know. Because literally, I was just going to go get some coffee, take the Bronco around town for a little bit, check out shit. And I drive by, and Honey's is open. They open up at 9 p.m. I'm like, well, you know, let's, let's stop by Honey's. Let's just say the Bronco's still in the parking lot, and I'm at home. I couldn't drive home. I can't afford to, to get in any trouble at all. I know I'm a Boy Scout. I'm a Boy Scout who does takes things within the law. Let's just put it that way. I went to Honey's today, but she was shaking that fat ass. It was like a giant water bed on top of me, just just slurping it all over. And I'm like oh I'm like, huh? 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 And and, and kaboom. Kaboom. As you're going out, you could see, you could see it in my shorts. I'm trying to pull my shirt down over it, untuck my shirt, put it down. I'm kind of pull it down farther. I'm kind of just got my hand in front of there, and I just walked out the door. And I uh, sat outside, had a couple of cigarettes. The Uber showed up, and now I'm here. Honey's is only a few blocks away. I think I'll be coming back to Honey's, but that was the best lap dance I've ever got. i ever got. She looked like Rihanna with uh, Shaq's bottom half. I don't even know how to describe it. That ass was huge, huge. I've never had my dick clapped before. Apparently, my penis loves cl- clapping. It loves to be clapped by them big, fat, juicy, black asses that smell like Hawaiian tropic coconut oil. Mm. What a night. So what else is going on America? It's Sunday night. You guys are winding down. I know most of you are uh, getting ready to go to work. And we started so late tonight. What is it? Almost five in the morning. So a lot of you are just getting up to go to work. It's Monday. Uh, Traffic is going to suck today. Like every Monday. You're going to go to work. You're boss is an asshole you're going to have a completely miserable day, you're going to come home, you're going to smoke some weed if you're married, you're going to ask your wife for sex, she's going to say no, maybe later on in the week too much stuff going on at the beginning of the week Monday really is a horrible day for most Americans, but not for me, because I just you know what I'm going to be doing all day Monday? I'm going to be sleeping sleeping we have to get into it tonight. It is the 10th anniversary of the Fur Coat Club Massacre. For those of you who don't know what the Fur Coat Club was, was when the Marijuana Happy Hour first started in Los Angeles. We had a crew of guys. We had JB. We had JT. We had 88 cents. We had... The Colonel, the great Colonel, the original Colonel, the original co host, the Colonel, the man, the Colonel. And of course, RTG. The RTG Colonel, 88, JK, JB, and JT. The Fur Coat Club. The only members. That ended up with the with the Louis Vuitton fur fur coats, black mink, of course. We don't roll no fake fur, man. We roll real mink. We run real mink around this joint. This fucking we wrap we wrap real minks. They had to trap like three hundred of them fucking ugly fuckers to make these coats for us. We thought since uh, 88 Cent was an illegitimate father, that we would throw a uh, 4th of July party for uh, him and his children. And for those who remember the, the episode years ago, we lost the colonel, and we lost 13 of 88 Cent's children. By lighting off fireworks during a drought season and lighting the whole front yard on fire, the whole backyard on fire, and the whole house caught on fire. They couldn't get out. There wasn't enough water in the world that could have washed out that that blaze from those fireworks that went off on June 4th, 10 years ago. Colonel had run back into the house. to save 88 kids. I'm sorry, it's, I'm going a little slow here because uh, it's a very an emotional, emotional story that I'd hate to relive. Colonel was one of my best friends. We will all remember the colonel driving the boat with his penis with his girlfriend licking his butthole. But that's a whole other story. There was 13 kids, three adults, two cats, and a St. Bernard named Jeffrey. Jeffrey the St. Bernard was the worst. That was the one that hit everybody the hardest because Jeffrey had saved an elderly man that had fallen in the mountains. He fell to St. Bernard, Jeffrey. He dragged him to safety, saved that man's life. Two weeks later, the guy died in a car crash, but Jeffrey was a hero, and he was living at that house with 88 and his kids. After being on the program, making enough money, they bought the house, and uh, unfortunately I was not there for the Fourth of July party because uh, it wasn't the Fourth of July. It was June 4th. How dense these guys are! Rob Bush laying around their entire property because they're too lazy to cut the grass, and they're out lighting fireworks off. The grass is brown. It literally went up. The whole house went up and killed everybody within twelve minutes. That's how fast that fire spread. We've yet to settle litigation for what happened that day. It was a very, very, very hard day for everybody involved. It's Fur Coat Club Massacre. You ask, where's 88 today? 88's no longer with us. He died in that fire with his children. One last time, those kids got to hear how much their daddy loved them. A lot of those kids, it was the first time they've ever heard them say that their daddy loved them is a dipshit. doesn't realize you can't light fireworks off during a drought. And everybody knows that all the fur coats were collected, put in the colonel's coffin, and they will rest there forever with the colonel. All for four fur coats lie there with the colonel. 88 cent and his 13 children. It might have been the saddest day of my life, listening to that live, listening to them screaming inside the house, hearing their last words, hearing you could physically hear the the phone melting. You could hear their skin melting to the phone. There's 13 children and pets. My best friend, the colonel, all burnt to a crisp in that fire that day. June 4th, 10 years ago. Where's RTG, you ask? The only remaining live Fur Coat Club member, me and RTG, are we the only two remaining Fur, Club, Fur Coat Club members to this day that are still alive and I wanted to reach out and talk to RTG today, but he's in a um, Romanian prison, which uh, I I don't I, I – uh, it's been a tough one talking about this guy to bring up right now, this guy. But RTG is in a Romanian prison, we all know. JT and uh, took his own life, and we know that uh, JB was just stupid and got run over by a train. We know the guy was an idiot. It was his own fault. He's dead because he's stupid. That's it. But the uh, the other 16 human lives and four animal lives that day. Make it out, burnt to a crisp skin melted to the carpet. Their skin was melted to the carpet. The heat was so intense. One firefighter said the heat was so intense that the guys, uh, uh, their teeth were exploding like a like cooking popcorn. They were just exploding their faces and their heads. They were so hot. Basically, they put the kernel basically in a fucking folders can they They basically just kind of swept up what was around him all the mush and there was some teeth that were unpopped in there for some reason that stupid sailor cap didn't burn. I still don't know that was fireproof. See you get high, you get fireproof especially hats. you want fireproof hats if you're smoking a lot of weed because 'cause you'll uh Start yourself on fire, the brim. Like you're just sitting there. You got one of these regular hats that aren't fireproof, and you're like lighter, lighter, like I'm doing now. If you're not paying a close attention, a lot of the times they'll light the brim of the hat on fire. And you just be sitting there talking to somebody, and you kind of smell something burning, and the next thing you know, your forehead's burnt. Third degree burns on your forehead. You're forced to wear a, a handkerchief around your head for, for life because of the horrible scar. Nobody warned you about that, but Johnny did. So next time you go to light up a cigarette or a a joint or you're going to light up a pipe or whatever, make sure you turn that hat around because those brims, they go up fucking quick. They go up as quick as that fucking house did with those kids in it. Those 13 illegitimate kids. It's kind of fun. Now we have, you know, there's 13 mothers across America that are heartbroken, and we asked them to come on and uh, they says why would I want to come on your motherfucking show? We're suing you, motherfucking. I, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything wrong. He, the guy that you let put his penis in you, he's the guy that thought it would be a good idea to light off $10,000 worth of fireworks during a drought. Your kids are stupid because you let a stupid man fuck you. That's why, you're, that's why your kids are dead. I, I hate to be heartless. you like this dumbass take care of 13, 13 kids for a weekend. This guy had a brain of a two-year-old. This is the first time I've talked publicly about it because, quite frankly, I don't give a fuck about the lawsuit because I have nothing to do with the lawsuit. I wasn't there. I didn't purchase the fireworks. I employed these guys, but it wasn't an official show. They were just calling in, telling me how the party was going, and I was laughing at them the whole time because I go, they kept saying 4th of July, 4th of July. I go, do you know it's the 4th of June, right? And they're like, ah, oh, fuck you, motherfucker. And so dumb these guys are. And I Poor fucking colonel's down there with these guys the whole weekend, helping take care of these kids, making pies for the kids. That colonel, he makes a good pie. Damn, he makes a good pie, that colonel. Jesus Christ, them fucking apple pies, Oh, If I go back in that Doctor Who time machine coming up pretty soon, I'm going to go back and get one of them pies. Those pies were the shit. So all 13 moms have declined to, to come on the program tonight. RTG, like I said, cannot be on the program. RTG is the only guy left. He's the only guy left that had anything to do with it. He was the only guy that survived the whole thing. He was the only guy that didn't die that was there. Him and Colonel were there. They are the only guys that didn't die. It's crazy. Some might think RTG is the one that set the fire on purpose. He's the one that egged on 88 to light all the fireworks off. He was the one that brought the fireworks down in the U-Haul truck. But now he sits in a uh, prison cell in Romania. Not for only being a douchebag, but for being a fuck predator. That's 10 years. That's 10 years ago today, and I just want to say... uh, I'm sorry, you know. I'm sorry for the families. I'm sorry for the company I kept back then. This is this is before Nikki was on the show. This is this is pre. This is ten years ago. This is pre-modern MHH. This is marijuana happy hour three. That's the one that got that one shut down. That's why we're now on marijuana happy hour four. Four have been canceled, but the the the, the, th- the third one was canceled when. Uh, people died live on the air. The screams of those children to this day still haunt me. I won't be able to sleep tonight, will I? I might as well grab... I'm going to grab the vodka and the. fucking finish this night off, man. I need to get some sleep because I... It's a tough day, even when I had a big, fat, sloppy ass... Fucking riding my cock like the the cock warrior she is, the, the woman who brings home the bacon, literally, with a bacon-sized ass. It was a pig ass, all right? Pig ass. It was huge, and it was fantastic. And like I said, it smelled like coconut oil. I love coconut oil. But that's all I'm going to say about the... Um, it's been 10 years. I, I reached out to a lot of you. Nobody has any interest in talking about it. Nobody really to this day this is the first time we've talked about it since it happened. <clears throat> 10 years ago today was the fur coat club massacre. And I, I, I can handle it a lot better now than I did then. It, it's taken me a long time to get the, shots of the screaming dog, and that dog, Jeffrey, just, you could hear him burning, when Jeffrey ripped out that large, it was not good, Jeffrey was dead, man, when Jeffrey was dead, he was trying to drag those people out of that house, but Jeffrey took his last breath that night, that fucking hound. That hound was a hero, and the colonel was a hero. And we have a special colonel episode coming up celebrating the colonel, so I just want to say I love that guy. He was my best friend. I grew up with him. And uh, he gave his life helping out other people because he was that kind of a guy. He was a nice fucking guy, that colonel. I'm telling you. You know what's called tonight? Five one five six zero five nine three five four. I should have said that twenty-seven minutes ago. But like I said, a lot of people don't want to talk about this incident, and uh, tonight will be the only time we talk about the the incident that happened ten years ago. And we'll we'll come back and revisit it five years from now. Five years from now. So what do I do tonight? I'm going to stay up all night. I'm going to sit here on this deck, and I'm going to drink, and I'm going to watch the sunrise. As that sun starts hurting, and then birds start chirping, and those pigeons start shitting, and you can see the hawks flying through the towns with those long six-foot fucking, what do you call those things? Yeah, man, wings? Yeah, wings, man. They're wings. It's crazy, man. These birds have these giant fucking wings. When those fuckers start coming up, man, I start to feel the sun coming over the back of the condo, coming over the back end. That means it's time to go to bed. Because it's time time to start a new club. We have buried the Fur Coat Club, and now it's time for you to join the Vampire Club, where we ride the streets of Vegas at night on skull scooters. Scooters with skulls. Yeah. Scooters with Skulls, man, the vampire, late-night vampire club. We're a club, and we're going to ride, man. We're going to ride up and down the strip. <laughs> no, We're going to ride out in the desert on our scooters, 90 seconds, 90 seconds. When that sun comes up and starts hitting you in the back of the neck while you're looking to the western sky, it's time to go to sleep. It's time to go to sleep, and you know what you need to do? Because you need to sleep the day away. I want to thank all the live audience for listening tonight. Listen to all my new Vampire Club members. Like I said a huge shout out to 88 Cent, Colonel, his 13 children. And most importantly, the St. Bernard Jeffrey, who's my favorite out of all of them. And RTG, we're going to find you. I know you're in Romanian prison, but I'm sure we can get a phone in there somehow. So the rest of you, good night and to us we prepare the vampire sleep club to sleep the day away. everybody we're back live tonight on the post show after the live show 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 so boy that that was a terrible terrible episode tonight wasn't it oh my god i just realized tonight i was listening to that song that's three consecutive sundays that i have just shit the fucking bed and it is my fault today my plan was, you know, I got up, around, I got up this afternoon and I was, was going to go down and get some coffee, something to eat, come back, and I was going to download a bunch of clips from that night and uh, have everything ready to go. Um, have eighty-eight fucking kids' names. I remember the dog's name. Do You think I can remember one of the fucking kids' names that died that day? No. Glossed over what happened to JB and JT that day. Uh, I'm going to do... We'll do another... I'll, I'll, I'll give this another try next Sunday. Because uh, tonight's show was a fucking train wreck. And like I said, I, I really, really, really was going to put some time and effort. This really is a, a monumental day for me. One of the saddest days of my life happened 10 years ago. To those people die on my show. And what, what I do to? To honor him, what do I do? I say, hey, look, look, <laughs> a strip club. You know what? I'm just going to go in, have one drink, and, you know, just kind of loosen up, and I'll come home and work on the show. Well, next thing you know, I'm at that strip club for four and a half hours, I'm outside waiting for an Uber. I get home. I'm already 30, a half hour what I've been targeting to start every night. So I already started. I'm already a half hour late. I go right on. I have nothing prepared. I'm fucking hammered. I don't know why this show sobers me up. I, I'll start out, can't even talk. By the end of it, completely sober. Maybe you should know how to host a podcast before you drive home after drinking. Like, I could drive home now. I feel completely sober. A lot of it has to do with all the weed I've been smoking on the deck doing the show, too, so that helps a lot to do, right? So I'm very disappointed in the show tonight. I'm very disappointed in myself, and I'm very, very disappointed that I have no self-control. Do I want to take this broadcast seriously. Tonight was a very epic night to help heal and to explain a bad situation and I blew it. I blew it really bad. But it's over. Can't do anything about it now, can we? So we'll try it again next week. We will. It was an epic. That was my moment of silence for my boys. All them boys and girls that died that day. So we got a big week coming up here. Big first week of June, man, it's the first week of partying. First week of shit really – the tourists really starting to come in and the, these girls hitting the pools and the, and everything else. And, we, you know, we're looking for – why am I trying to eat? What is – oh. sure, just eat a hot dog while you're on the air while you're doing a show. One thing too, I want to get into tonight, since we're all bummed out about you know the death of sixteen people ten years ago, is let's knock this sex trafficking shit off. What, what, what the fuck is going on here? Enough is enough. More and more of these chicks that I see in Vegas are are being sex tra- They're being sex trafficked. These fucking assholes come up in these fucking Chrysler three hundreds. If you're driving a Chrysler 300, you're selling pussy. 99.9% of the time. I don't know why that's like the official pussy selling car. I guess it's easy to get hose in and out of them with the big doors and so forth, right? So driving a
2: Chris,
1: if if you see a guy driving a Chrysler 300, about 90% positive he's probably selling pussy and grabbing these fucking strung out. Fourteen, 15, 16 year old girls and selling them to tourists, and I'm going to tell you one thing: just go for the drive just when you come to Vegas, just go for just get in the van, drive for 45 minutes and go to a real brothel. You got to stop. You got to stop paying for these hookers up the street. These, and if you're fucking girls and you're paying for it, you you, we, you need to be in prison. No need to be fucking little girls. There's no need for that. You need to go to prison. So we are going to join the Stop Sex Trafficking Movement here in Las Vegas and uh, making the pledge of I I will not pay. prostitutes unless it's at a legal brothel where I know the women are not being trafficked. I do not want to have sex with trafficked women or girls. I don't want anybody. That's why I don't go to these jack shacks with all the uh, Oriental ladies because most 90% of those chicks are sex trafficked from over. They have to come over and jerk guys off because they gave their family $400. Are we really seriously out of time, already again? Is that four minutes or nine minutes? This fucking... It's getting old shit. I can't read anymore. Like, when you get so goddamn stoned, you can't read. That says four minutes. Okay. We got four minutes and we got a... Oh, boy. Okay. All right. So that's how we have tonight, but I am joining the efforts. I mean, we're going to have to get into this a little bit more, but... um Sex trafficking young girls out of your Chrysler 300 is, is is no longer going to be tolerated here in Las Vegas while I'm here. We're going to stop sex trafficking, and we're going to do everything we can to stop it. One more moment of silence for the BCC massacre, the FCC fur coat club massacre. Good night, everybody. Stop sex trafficking. And we need to escape the fields of rape. Oh, by the way, Danny Masterson, he's um, not guilty. He's innocent. Danny Masterson is innocent. Danny Masterson is innocent. Danny Masterson did not commit a crime. And Lee Remini, you're a cunt. out in the Red